Hello, 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 Gouda listeners. This is Kelly popping in with a festive cheese bite this February Monday. Oh, I almost keep wanting to say February morning, but depending on what time you're listening, it is just a February Monday. Um, February's been kind of a funny and great month so far. Am I right? Bueller? Bueller? Um, technically winter is still, it's supposed to still be winter. February is a wintry month. However, Groundhog's Day came and went and apparently he saw his shadow. So no more winter and, uh, hello spring. Uh, Valentine's Day also has come and gone already. It's crazy. And I hope all of you good listeners found time to eat cheese and either love yourself or, you know, rapture yourself into loving someone other than yourself, somebody else, if you want, but also, you know, cheese and love. It doesn't matter with who or, you know, on what, but I mean, most of all, make time for the cheese. Hope you had at least time to do that. Um, and, you know, if you didn't celebrate old, old V-Day for yourself or with a loved one or even for, you know, St. Valentine, you could have celebrated something also different most recently as well. Uh, the Chinese New Year was Saturday, February 10th crazy. If you didn't do anything for the 31st, you could have had a redo and done another New Year's and celebrated the Chinese holiday, this very important Chinese holiday. It's actually one of the most important or celebrated Chinese holidays marked by the lunar solar Chinese calendar. This festival is typically created by or started off by the appearance or the arrival of the first full moon between January 21st and February 20th. Legend tells uh, stories of a Chinese mythical beast uh, called the Nyan that would come from the water mountains around this time and attack villagers, especially children. And so as a deterrent or to scare away this Nyan, uh, red lanterns were hung and like firecrackers or fireworks were set off. If the Nyan didn't come, there was celebration. This is a very, of course, general speaking or, you know, general sum up of this this uh mythical startup uh of this celebration but it does kind of explain the more importance of you know the very vibrant red colors that chinese culture has adapted for this new year time and and celebration as as well as like you know their very famous you know fireworks and 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 just explosions and it's amazing um of course i had to try to find some sort of cheese connection um, who would I be if I didn't, right? However, Chinese uh, cuisine, although very renowned and famous and for so many dishes and all of its flavors, dairy, unfortunately, is just not a large product of this this cuisine. Actually, China is actually one of the lowest dairy uh, producing or, or uh, consumption per capita in, in the world. I don't want to say the lowest, but one of the very lowest, because it just really, there's a really, you know, it's not the bee's knees over there. I mean, there obviously is cheese in their cuisine, but it's just very not a big, big, uh, big factor. But that does not mean I did not find anything. What I did find uh, in my festival cheese shirt search were the French. Oui, the French and their creative pairings of French food with common Chinese New Year foods. So, pretty cool. Um, you know, you kind of think of it, you know, Chinese New Year is about being, you know, celebration of the New Year just as any any um, new arrival, new time. Um, and, you know, you think about it, like a lot of cultures, 
love Chinese food. I mean, I'm definitely one of those people and, and, um, you know, American culture for sure. I, I know Chinese food is, is well celebrated here. Uh, the cuisine is just amazing, but this doesn't stop here in America. It doesn't stop, you know, anywhere. It's like all over, you know, you think about a celebrate celebration, celebration, is that a word? But even think about like, you know, this most recently, uh, Valentine's Day, I bet Chinese food was a lot of your guys' go-to uh, celebration <laughs> foods of choice, you know, um, and and the French aren't any different. So one of the most common dishes that I was reading, you know, common varieties of Chinese food during these Chinese New Year, of course, are dumplings, spring rolls, whole fish, cured meats, teas, etc. I mean, it's a vast cuisine. And honestly... Um, you know, where could you go wrong? It's just all amazing. And the French, uh, you know, of course, you know, some people get really being into the celebration or celebration of the Chinese culture and and their new year. The French are no different and, and they decided or have found ways of pairing their French cheese, which is a big thing in French culture, with some common Chinese food um, delicacies, which is interesting, very interesting. Um, such pairings, uh, I would say are, are not obvious because again, you think like French cheese and Chinese food doesn't seem like, you know, I know Andrew could understand, you know, that not being a very go-to pairing for everybody, but listen to the list, listen to this list and at least, you know, hear me out. So a triple creme or like a brie like cheese with shrimp rolls. Yum. That sounds good. You get the very creamy and the uh, the delicacy. Like, I don't want to say savory, but like with the taste of a shrimp roll, or especially you know like a, a well fried cooked shrimp roll and and some and some triple cream brie. Um, that sounds pretty good to me. Uh, there are you could also pair a camembert with oolong tea, a kamote with cashew nuts, or even a type of blue cheese. Is blue Devoire with an, uh, pineapple tarts, which are very popular during Chinese New Year uh, celebrations. Um, these are all pretty good sounding things when you think about it. And I'm really thinking, you know, how could you go wrong with cheese? How can you go wrong with Chinese? Just something to think about. It all sounds great in my book anyway. I'll definitely be trying this out for sure. And really you think about it like, oh, crab ragoon, that is cream cheese. And now I'm thinking, what if you had like crab ragoon, but use like a, like a brie, like a brie and, and crab and the wonton and the saltiness and that pairing with the creaminess of the, of the, uh, delicious cheese. That, that sounds so good. Like a, like a salty wonton, not a salty, but like a nice crunchy, delicious wonton like in a crab ragoon with your crab meat and then have it with a brie or like a very buttery creamy cheese that isn't the traditional cream cheese that's in the crab ragoon that's a that's a different play that's a different play and I'm very interested I'm I think I'm gonna have to try this out I'm gonna think I'm gonna have to try the Gouda girls out and um go into this cheese creation with these two very renowned very delicious uh cultures and their food and see what happens see what kind of flavors we have uh whatever but you know that's just me you know I'm crazy for a good cheese search and I'm crazy for a good cheese pairing and I think I think I found one French cheese 
and Chinese food. I mean, let's do it. Gotta celebrate differences and gotta celebrate these different flavors. Um, so whatever, if you didn't celebrate Valentine's, Chinese New Year, or maybe maybe you just want to have an excuse to, uh, you know, celebrate the changing of seasons from winter to spring, warmer, warmer weather, hopefully coming in on a rise. I hope you make time for cheese and keep your mind open for new things, new tastes, and this really start off this new year of 2024 with new possibilities. And I hope it doesn't end here. Uh, and you know, that's my cheese bite. Nothing too, nothing too crazy. And I'm glad you guys popped in and listened to my little ramble. Um, stay tuned for more episodes, of course, with the Gouda gals with all things cheese and don't forget true crime. I love you guys. Thanks for listening and uh, stay fresh cheese bags.